Hello there and welcome back to Bat Books for Beginners. I've had a bit of a brief break to keep up with what's going on with the books at the moment, but uh, we're back. There's a new status quo in the Bat Books as we move from Nightfall into Night Quest. In particular, Night Quest The Crusade. Now this story is one of two in the Night Quest series, and this follows the new Batman, Jean-Paul Valley, and his new adventures in Gotham, and it covers a lot of issues. So I'm going to go through and tell you the overall plot, and I'm going to skip over some of those side stories. I think I'll mention them, but I'm not going to go into detail about what happened, because there's so much to get through. And the issues I'm covering are Detective 667 to 675, Robin 1 and 7, Shadow of the Bat 1920, 24 to 28, Catwoman 6 and 7, and Batman 501 to 508. So as you can see, there's a lot to read, and I don't have time to recap all of it, so I'll try and skim over the story and give you the most important parts. Now, it's written by a number of writers, uh, including Chuck Dixon, Alan Grant, Doug Monk, Monch, still haven't figured out how to pronounce that name. Uh, the big writers at the time, uh, in the 90s really, so the big guns were brought in for these stories. Uh, we also have Mary Jo Duffy, who's writing the Catwoman issues. And the art is by Graham Nolan, who we've had in a few stories before. Uh, Vince Giorano, Mike Manley, and Jim Ballant. Um, a few new artists there for me. Now, the first issue came out um, in October 1993. That was the first issue in this group, and the stories progressed from there monthly. So now Jean-Paul Valley is in charge, and Bane is out of the picture. How will the new Batman cope with his responsibilities. Your attitude sucks, Paul. Not Paul. Come out from behind that rock. Nice going, Robin. Head to head with a guy who's a trained assassin from birth. This is my crusade. I am the righteous. I will wash the slime of Gotham into the sewers. They will fear me as they never feared him. And what happens to Robin, Paul? I thought we were friends. You. Tim, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really so... Keep your distance. So much to think about. The responsibility in the system kicks in. It's been less than a year since I found out I'm more than just Jean-Paul Valley. I am Azrael, the avenging angel. And now, Batman. I'm just trying to get it right, Robin. Robin. So we start this story with a family being mugged in the park. Firstly, I would say, don't go for a walk through a park in Gotham at night. Surely that's pretty common knowledge. But anyway, Batman rescues this family, and uh, the new Batman, that is. And they are afraid of him. And so we can see instantly, you know, this is the sort of impression he gives to people. He's a scary, scary, brutal Batman. Uh, we then see a strange cowboy figure, Robert Bank, who also discovers his long-lost twin. Yep, you heard that right. And Jean-Paul is visited by Saint Dumas as a ghost, and we see that he's still going a bit mad. Um, he manages to find a project in the Batcave that Harold Allnut was working on, and this is a super-fast subway Batmobile train, which gets him to Gotham really quick. He also blocks Tim out of the Batcave using a brick wall, but Tim does know a secret passage to the cave and sneaks in to take away his property. Jean-Paul returns to find him and begins fighting Tim. And Tim can't overcome the new Batman, but then Jean-Paul comes to his sense and releases Robin. And Robin takes his new car, the Firebird, and leaves the Batcave knowing he may never return. 
Jean-Paul's made it clear he does not want a Robin. Meanwhile, the newly named Trigger twins have been given a job to rob a money train travelling on the subway, and Jean-Paul foils their plot thanks to the help of his new subway Batmobile train device. Uh, we then have a story involving a villain called the Tally Man, who assassinates a uh, top mob boss and, and then goes to search out that boss's brother. Uh, and he has an assassination list with uh, Batman next on that hit list. And even though Batman becomes massively injured, uh, Azrael's system kicks in and gives him the extra boost he needs to defeat the Tally Man, and he stops just short of killing the villain though. Next, Batman decides to focus on Gotham's gangster underworld, as they scramble around to try and take charge after the defeat of Bane. A hitman is on the prowl taking out key gangster figures, and Batman has to overcome this problem. Next, Catwoman enters the picture, and a group of animal rights protectors are planning to cut short an evil corporation's plans to stop the protection of rare wildlife so they can test a secret formula. Batman encounters this team and follows them, and Catwoman is busted by Batman as she tries to use a decoy to draw out the thieves who steal this lethal nerve gas. Um, and basically the story becomes, uh, there's a lot of double crossing everywhere, and Batman's not sure who to trust as he deals with Catwoman for the first time. There's then a story involving Mr. Freeze, there's one involving uh, illegal trafficking of children, and there's an adventure with a duo of Clayfaces. Then the big guns arrive in the form of the Joker, who decides he wants to get into movie making, and is going to make a new film called The Death of Batman. He sets up little traps and he stages moments as he films Batman from the shadows to make his masterpiece. And then he decides to have his big final scene, and uh, invites Batman along, and Joker realises that Jean-Paul is not the real Batman, and tries to kill him instantly. But Batman defeats him, and he also tries to kill the Joker, but is stopped by the cops at gunpoint. Gordon and the uh, group of cops begin to worry about Batman's recklessness. After a mysterious murder, Jean-Paul thinks to himself he is neglecting the detective work that Bruce used to value so much, and he begins to improve on that. And thanks to that, he stops a murderer called Abattoir before he can do more damage. However, Abattoir does play a much larger role later on, and Jean-Paul tracks him down, fights him in a chemical lab, and Abattoir is falling over a a pit much like uh, Jack Nicholson was in, in 1989's Batman film and Batman is conflicted with hallucinations of whether to save him or kill him and in his madness leaves Abattoir to fall to his death. A hostage dies as a result and Jean-Paul seems like he is going mad as we see him during his biggest failure. Jim Gordon learns of the incident and calls Batman immediately. They have a big argument on the rooftop of GCPD and Jim can't take it anymore. Batman says he will continue his crusade wherever it takes him and Jim takes a punch at him. He misses and Batman stops Jim from tumbling over the rooftop. He then leaves and Jim decides to break the bat signal. The system does seem to have kicked into Jean-Paul Valley who cannot fight it any longer and it looks like the Order of St. Dumas are completely in control of the new Batman. Keep the camera rolling, DC. You got it, Joker. Curious, something about the way the Batman is moving, it's, it's not right. The ferocity, the lack of grace, the sheer brutality. No, it's, it's hardly possible, but why? It's, it's not him! Damon! 
So in review, um, again I'd like to focus on Jean-Paul to start with. Jean-Paul tells Tim how Bruce Wayne had a lifetime to become Batman. Jean-Paul's just had a year in which he's learnt about Asriel, about his father's true uh, life, and then the responsibility of Gotham and Batman came along, and it looks like it's all been a bit too much for him. He also doesn't know his own self. Uh, unlike Bruce, he, he, you know, he doesn't know this secret brainwashing that's gone on inside him you know he doesn't really know himself that well but the struggle that Jean-Paul's going through is compelling to read um, his different ideals to Bruce are causing deaths and the police can't stand for that anymore Bruce often wondered what would happen if he went over the line killed a villain for instance and well this seems to be it this seems to be what would have happened if Bruce went that step further and um, the tragic character of Jean-Paul Valley is becoming more and more intriguing uh, Jean-Paul often compares himself to Bruce, and I think anyone who wears that cow does so. You just can't get away from Bruce Wayne. But you cannot make that character of Batman your own. Um, you'll always be in the shadow of Bruce Wayne. Art-wise, I thought that Vince Girano, who did the art for the Tallyman story, did some very distinctive, um, impressive penciling, and it really stood out amongst the other stories. But Graham Nolan's art as well was also very solid. He's done a lot of the work on Nightfall so far. That was the art that really impressed me this time round. I thought there was a really interesting scene between Batman and Gordon, who um, is a great dynamic there, as it's very fractured at the moment. Uh, Gordon's beginning to think this is a new man, or a radically changed man, especially near the end when the two almost, well, their relationship kind of breaks down, and they can't work together anymore. That's really uh, dramatic and exciting. Uh, it's interesting to see Jean-Paul react to Bruce's familiar characters, like he was captivated with Catwoman, and Joker, who I'll get onto a little bit later. The Catwoman story was interesting. Uh, the Clayface story was not. Neither was the Mr. Freeze one. Uh, the Crusade becomes too much for Jean-Paul at one point, and he becomes very tired and weary, and it reminded me of Bruce just before his downfall, um, before Bane decided to strike. The Joker story was good, it was original, it was funny. I haven't really seen anything quite like that with the Joker before. I loved all the movie references. We had a Godzilla moment, custard pies. Um, it was very funny, and Casablanca references. And it also showed how much Joker observes and knows about the Batman, because he just had to watch John Paul fight for a moment, and he realised that it wasn't his Batman. The br I think it was the brutality of him. That's what that's what uh, stood out, and, and I thought that was a really interesting moment. But the Joker with a ponytail, that was really odd. And I know the 90s, there's a bit of a thing with ponytails. Um, I know Nightwing got one as well, but what is up with that? Joker with a ponytail looks really odd. I liked the mention of detective work again. This is a continuing story uh, Jean-Paul's been working on. He's not interested in detective work, but in this story, he kind of came round to his senses and thought he ought to investigate a little bit more and and it does show that he wants to be a good Batman it's just he's this tragic figure and it doesn't look like it's really going to work out for him and the climax to this whole crusade story was excellent with the abattoir story a real impact and I think it showed that Jean-Paul definitely cannot handle what's been put in front of him and he does need to be removed as Batman and Tim knows that so hopefully uh, Bruce will be returning at some point because Jean-Paul cannot continue for much longer he is just not shaping up to be what Bruce hoped so all in all the crusade was interesting really great to see someone else in the cow and spend some time with them and Jean-Paul's 
tragedy is really coming along nicely and I enjoyed reading it and um, like the Nightfall series there was the odd issue which sort of sidetracked and wasn't that interesting like the Clayface ones like the Mr. Freeze one just these one-off issues that aren't very enjoyable when, but when the big story gets pushed along um, it's great so overall I would give it 3 out of 5 Batarangs no no mustn't be stopped So next time I am looking at the other half of Night Quest and that's The Search which is going to cover where did Bruce and Alfred go. They went off to look for Jack Drake and Dr. Chandra Kinsolving um, but who knows it seems very mysterious they've been kidnapped and Bruce and Alfred are on their search to find them and it even takes them to my home country of England. So Bruce has been very mysterious since his defeat by Bane so I'm eager to find out what he's been up to. Now the issues that I'll be covering are 5 and 6 of Justice League Task Force, Shadow of the Bat 21 through to 23, Legends of the Dark Knight 59 to 61. It would be a lot easier if DC collected these stories but hey, it doesn't seem like they're interested in doing that. So that is what I'll be covering next time, Night Quest The Search. Um, there will be a lot less issues to read so I hope you have a chance to read that before the next Bat Books for Beginners. So I've been Nick, and I'll send you back to Dustin and the guys. See ya. I know you're not Batman. Not the one who's looked out for this city. Not the one I know. What makes you so sure, Commissioner? You let Abattoir's victim die in that ghastly piece of machinery. And through your inaction, you as good as executed Abattoir before he could be brought to trial. Abattoir's luck ran out. How many more do you think he'd have killed? We have a system of law, mister. Which the Batman has always worked outside of. I will carry on that crusade as I see fit. You kill again! I won't commit murder, Commissioner Gordon. Damn, damn! damn.